you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, y'all. It's Monet Exchange. And my name is Bob the Drag Queen, and this is Sibling Advice. Now, listen, we all know that we are not doctors. Not even a little bit. We're not therapists. We are not mm-hmm. um, psychologists. We don't know much about algebra. Psychiatrists. If you need advice, please go to your doctor, your rabbi, your priest, your shaman, your teacher, your psych, your therapist. This is just for entertainment purposes only. Yes, everything we're saying is is for use in this podcast only. Do not take this as sound advice to take into the world to 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 remedy your issues. If you have, do not take any of this seriously. This is for entertainment purposes only, and we don't want anyone to uh, feel like we are diagnosing them that we give them a, a, a prognosis of on life. So with that in line, let's get into some advisory. Any, um, Bob. Oh, sorry, sorry, Bob. Sorry. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have, I have to tell you something really important. All right, what do you want to tell me? Cool it down, 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 my pretty, but bad, bad bitch, you been a bad bitch, glitchy. Fine, 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 fine. Liberated, liberate like we ain't got time. Yada, 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 bump, bump, ka, ka, bounce on that ass, bounce on that ass. Cool it down, 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 like it. That's uh, heated. From I googled it. That's heated. From the new album, did you really Google it in that in that time? What which words did you Google specifically that got it? Cool it down, my pretty. <laughs> when you say it's so sterile like that, it really. When you said it's so sterile, cool it down, my pretty. Cool it down, my pretty. But bad, bad bitchy make a bad bitch glitchy. 
Want me to read it like that? Okay. Cool it down, 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 my pretty. But bad bitchy, make a bad bitch glitchy. Fine, fine, for fine, for fine, fine, fine. Liberated living like we ain't got time. It's not like how like 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 how someone's mom would read it back to them. This what you've been reading at school? <laughs> this what this what uh, y'all call this what y'all call I, music today? Calm it down, down, my pretty. Back bitch, in my day, we had you lyrics. Be, <laughs> bitch, this is how we read um lyrics when we are doing watchery. Well, like her name was Ashton Sorrow, and now is Blasted in Lights. Her name the was Ashton Sorrow. Her something. name was her, her name is her name was Echisaro, but now her name is Blasted the Light. That is my okay. favorite. Her, her, her name was Echisaro. Echisaro used to work at Barracuda. Anyway, she changed her drag name. Her name is now Blasted the Light. She's on. Uh, she's on. That, that's the girl who goes from Dragula to Drag Race. On Dragula, her name is. Uh, Echisaro. A drag race. She got on Drag Race and her name is now Blast of the Light. I did, I, this is my story. I've been telling people this story and now I can't remember. You probably remember better than me because my memory is so fucked up. Who thought, who thought that? About whose oh, lyrics? Wow. That it was Ashton. I think it was Naomi thought no, it was no, Ashton. No, I joked. I knew what it was but the whole time. I just kept joking that her name was Echisaro. And now it's blasted a lot. No, me Monet is thinking no. of um, Naomi Smalls thinking to the moon was toodaloo. No. The, oh, my God. This, the, there's so many there's so many things here. No, one, somebody on All Stars 4 thought that the lyrics were her name was Ashton Sorrow and now it's blasted in light. Like they, they thought Asia was saying my name was at like like her boy name. My name was Ashton Sorrow, but now it's blasted in uh, blasted in light. And I think, I think it was Naomi. We were like on, we were at All Stars from All Stars, and she was like, she was like, what a, what a weird lyric. And I was like, because the, the All Stars, the season 10 finale had just happened, and we were talking about it, like when we were there, and she's like, what a weird lyric. And she was like, Ashton Sorrow. And I was like, no, bitch, her name, she was saying her name was Etched in Sorrow. Her name was Etched in Sorrow, but now it's blasted in lights. Didn't Naomi also think it was Toodaloo? Someone I thought, thought it was Toodaloo. Was, I, it was, I it was Monet. Toodaloo. I thought it was Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Because like, it was at the end of the episode. They said, like, Toodaloo. Like, RuPaul was like, bye. Just like RuPaul said, bitch, RuPaul's song, um, the fucking lyrics for motherfucking, um, 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 bring back my girls. She going back to the workroom, rethink her life. Vodka and crap. I was like, oh my God, bitch. That is some very aggressive lyrics. That's why I call yeah, bring back my girls. Bring back my girls. What a Vodka and cranberry. Thank you, dog girl. I thought you lost that power. Mamaru about to show you who you was before you went and lost your mind. Bring back my girls. I really did enjoy. Um, there's a chunk of uh, RuPaul's lyrics from um, from the song is called. Just what they want that I really appreciate. I want to find the lyrics so that I don't get them wrong. Hold on, I want to read them. I'm pretty sure I know them. Um, hold on one second. Also, Catitude by RuPaul is really everything. Just what they want lyrics. All right. Uh, the lyrics they gave me are when she goes, um, here it is. You know, I'm looking for the bitch who wants to walk, looking for the bitch with the pussy that wants to pop, especially when the pop's severe. Better tuck the jock, making it appear that the kitty could drip the drop. I don't know why I love that lyric so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
making it appear as if the kitty could drip the drop. She said, that pussy got a little wet. Can we read? I, I want to read Cat into It's my favorite. RuPaul goes. Rise, um, shine, uh, clock no, pussy ride. time. Ride, shine, clock and said pussy time. Bust my pussy nut while I'm fingering your butt. Do I suck dick? You ain't seen shit. Throw a seed on watch you, watch you slide down my throat. Yeah, my pussy fine. I pop it because it's mine. I don't give a fuck if they call me a slut. What I, what I do with the dick? Elect me president. Put tears in his eyes when I milk a brush. <laughs> right. When RuPaul was 59. Okay, people, older people have sexuality too, Monet. I know. I'm just saying. I'm trying to picture that is about the age of my 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 mom. Imagine my mom writing this these lyrics. I'm like, ma, no. Well, if your mother was engaging in some of this before uh, 59, I mean, I bet you can imagine Lil Kim doing that at 59. You know I mean? did. I just thought. I just thought. And I know where this advice. Last thing I want to say. Uh, Bob has something to say too. I just saw this interview of Lil Kim on Geraldo, or maybe it was Jenny Jones, or some daytime talk show back then in the 90s. And it's like all these Christians, all these like moms, all these like rabbis, like coming at Lil' Kim talking about how like uh, black women, like somehow how these lyrics are really causing violence against women and black women and she ought to be ashamed of herself how can she how can she sit up here and smile and have and i was like oh my god little kim was really bitch they were fucking trying to crucify this woman for just singing and rapping about what she likes to fucking do with her body like that shit is crazy i was like this is crazy well you know ahead of her time i think really that, truly i think I was thinking about it the other day. I don't know why I was thinking about this, but like, I, I was like hooking up with someone, and you know, hookup stories about me never surface. No one's ever like, I had sex with Bob's drag queen and this, this, this. And people are more discreet in the world because I be, I make the rounds. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself because RuPaul talks about how she be hooking up and having sex to this day still and I'd be like who be out here fucking RuPaul and is not telling anyone and how have you not told anyone maybe he's not talking about it right now I mean maybe he's talking about uh, former times in, in, in his life I think when you get to that level also you get people to sign NDAs but do you yeah. think RuPaul's just fucking and just not like I don't think RuPaul Coming. just stopped fucking because she's in her 60s not fucking, but maybe RuPaul got a RuPaul probably got that steady rotation. RuPaul Ru, maybe at this point RuPaul got like these six trustworthy niggas that when RuPaul wants some dick or he want some booty or whatever he want, RuPaul's like, "I'm flying you out to LA. The jet is coming." Like, like we, <laughs> Jacob, RuPaul probably do, got that rotation that he gets. Do you, his, he got, do you, his, has his, any his, stories surfaced about you? Have you seen anyone online being like, "I fuck Monet," and 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 here's what happened here's and I live to tell the story. No, but no, they haven't. But one and uh, someone. Hey, you, do you get around? I used to. Um, now I am currently in a monogamous situation. We get it. Oh my god, we get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not every episode. Oh my god, I haven't done nigga, anything with any. I know. Have, my you, god, bitch, you fucking asked me, nigga. Oh, you but would bring I up that you're monogamous every week. If yeah, Mister, 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 a poly. I didn't know uh, uh, Polly Molly. I don't Molly, bring it Polly up every episode. Here. You be bringing it up every episode. You you be like you and your boyfriends and get 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 get. 
We get it. You are monogamous. We know. Oh my God. You figured out. Anyway, but I will say one time I was uh, before um, when I first moved to LA, I was a Ruby from my LA fantasy. And bitch, I was with someone and we went to a bathroom at a restaurant. Well, I went to go to the bathroom. And they went like I excuse myself and said like I'm I'm gonna use the restroom, and they're like oh I'm gonna go too. And I didn't I never used the restroom at this place before, so I'm thinking it was like a, like a a bathroom with like multiple stalls, but it's a it was a one stall bathroom. And the person came to the bathroom with me, and we had like we had both had a few drinks at dinner, and they were like they were like one thing. So I like was like I was like oh there's only one stall in here, and they're like sell, and they closed the door, locked it. Bitch, pull my dick out, started like, sucking my dick in the bathroom. Do I know this person? Do you know them? <laughs> okay, I'm I'm on a Reddit wait, thread and, wait, right and, now. Wait, wait, free. I want one to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, I know who this is. Mm-hmm. Like personally, <laughs> like well, <laughs> bitch. What this? If you know them, yes, you do. Is it Andy, did Andy do this? <laughs> no, 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 not Andy. Were you dating Andy, this person? No, I was not. Is this the same person that tried to suck your dick at the Abbey? You want to tell me? Oh, um, yes. Were you actually hooked up with it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Bob. We'll talk about this offline. Bitch, you brought we'll, we'll it up. I didn't bring I know, it up. Okay. You brought it up. That's, that's all. What does it say? That's all. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about the rest of it. Now, Bob. This is how Bob does. We're like, okay, all right, all right. Last question, Monet. And were you on the same season with them? Okay, see, okay, great. All right, you, okay. See, you brought all that up. I <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I'm just saying different things. But I was like, okay, and you went to high school too. <laughs> but I, I didn't. I did not bring this up. You brought this up. This is all you. All right, Jacob's on Reddit. Yes, so I'm, I'm looking at a Reddit thread from eight God. years ago. So keep in mind it's dated. There are stories mainly about three queens, um, a few about Jujubee, and then the two who have the most stories are Detox and Willem, which honestly, I mean, well, that, Willem, uh, not surprising. Detox, detox, detox not surprising. Getting around that that scans that scans. Yeah. Oh, for sure. One hundred percent. Well, you know what? Good for them. Maybe maybe we thought we got around, but we really don't. Maybe we thought we was hoeing and these hoes is hoe. <laughs> wing well, these are, about, I will say I did we, one time hook up with a guy who like during sex was like it was getting ready, he goes and just so you know I don't I'm not like I'm not like nervous I fuck detox or detox <laughs> fucked me he's like I, I detox fucked me like two weeks ago so like I'm not nervous around drag race girls have, like, have either of you ever hooked up with the same person no not to no. my knowledge I don't, I don't think Bob and I have the same person Bob and I just have different types though. Like you know, I like I like I like bigger, beefier. Bob is like bigger, beefy. I like I like guys beefy. Just be clear, I have because a very I wide am palette. a big, I'm a big lady, so I need big and beefy. To be clear, I have a very wide palate. I mean, yes, you do. But you said all the time you don't want to be like you like you you like Monet. You like you like the big beefy niggas. That's literally what you be saying to me. Yeah, I, but I didn't say I don't. That's, that's a different. I'm saying what you like. You're saying what I don't like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Jacob, do you have the question loaded today? Are we going to wait? Uh, because the, the Patreons are gathering you. <laughs> you know, it's the internet. It's going to look. Monet. Monet, you're a monster today. Hi, Bob and Monet. Um, what motivates you to work out when you are working out? Because I try and I work out for all of 15 minutes and I'm like, Girl, Great American Cookie is right around the corner. Why am I even bothering? Like what? Mo- like what motivates you to get sweaty and get and get toned up? Uh, sincerely, thicker than two Snickers. <laughs> um, my I have two motive. I have two. I, I have a, 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 a few motiv- motivations to get to work out. So one, I think that I found a partner that also likes to work out too. So we like working out together. And so that's fun. Number two, I just like, I like going to the gym in the morning and really like doing that in my day. And number three, because I eat so poorly, like, bitch, I eat donuts. But I went to Magnolia today. I had a vanilla confetti cake and I had a blondie. And what about it? 
And then also, so to maintain how bad I eat, I have to work out. Like I just have to, or else if I don't work out and eat how I eat, which is really bad, which is it's a game over for me and what I want my body to look like. And also three, y'all know I like I, I I like how I look when I work out. I like how I look when I'm um I, I like how I look naked when I work out and I'm getting um my acceptance. So that's my motivation. Like going to the gym with my partner a um about just trying to just just trying to stay at a, a nice even place to balance what i'm eating and three just to how like how i look naked when i when i work out so those are my three motivation things i um i i don't like going to the gym i don't go to the gym and i don't work out very often uh so i don't know what makes you think that i am <laughs> that i am in the gym or that i am toned i am not toned um i and i and i do not work out sometimes i go Sometimes when I when I am working out, it's usually because I'm working out with a trainer. Um, you know, I'm someone who really uh, does what I say I'm going to do, and if I say I'm going to meet someone somewhere, then I'm going to meet them there. So there have been a lot of times in my life where the only reason I worked out was because I said I was going to meet my trainer, and I'm like, all right, me, we're hey Ridge, we're both here, let's work out. I have not worked out with Ridge in a month of Sundays, a month of Sundays for um, thirty weeks. I mean, it's more of a saying than 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 an actual know, unit know, of measure. I know, I know, I know. Um, but um, yeah. So I, I don't know, baby. I mean, I don't know what what you got to do to get your to motivate yourself. I mean, I went through a breakup, and when I went through the breakup, I was I was waking up every morning and doing Running Canyon, but that was because I was trying to clear my brain. I was like enjoying the walk, and I was listening to music, and on the like you know the the mountainside, cle- clearing my brain. Um. And I really enjoyed that actually, but then once I was like kind of over it, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to ring." Bob also loves walks. Bob like Monet. So the amount of sentences that start with Bob, like, so I was on a walk. Bob loves going to little walk. Bob loves to do little walk, and he and Bob also makes sure he you like he counts his steps. You count your steps every day. Yeah, I count my steps every day. I I have not. I I have. I can't find my watch right now. So my steps. I don't know what my steps are giving. On this day, because uh, now I just have to just go off what my phone does. But my walk today was uh, eleven thousand steps, which is how, uh, if you don't have your you don't have your I don't, you just say you don't have the watch. So how you know well, what I have? I have my phone for my walk. So you take your phone with you, and your phone has a pedometer in it as well. But when I'm at home, I actually don't count my steps because I don't. I'm not carrying my phone around the house. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, yeah, I mean, just find like something like. Like you have to, if you are going to the gym or you want to go, there has to be some like that. That doesn't have to be, but I imagine or assume there's some reason why you want to do it. Either you want to be healthier, or you want to lose a couple of pounds, or you want to be fitter. Like there has so that could be your motivation, or you can either find a superficial or a health reason why you want to why to motivate to go to the gym. You know, first ask yourself why are you going to the gymnasium. No, uh, it, it, I, 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 there was a point in my life where I said I can either do the, the mental work that it takes to be happy with my body or I can do the physical work it takes to change my body. And I have decided to do neither. All right, Jacob, what's the what's our next question? Hi, my name Bob. Uh, my name is Jay. I am from buttfuck literally nowhere. And I need some advice. So I have somebody in my life who is spreading rumors And I need some advice of like a mature and adult way to handle things like that. Because I want to be immature about it. 
However, I know that's not going to help me in the long run. Uh, anyways, thank you. I love you both. And uh, please help me out. Sincerely. We can. We're going to get. We're going to get. We can. Hey. Hey. We're going to risk it. We're going to risk it. No, we're not. We're going to risk it for the biscuit. Oh, this is a bitch. They used to. They used to. Uh. Smoke puff pass, do shots and and crack on camera. Oh, now now she <laughs> crack. You're you're now she's, crack. now she's the queen of uh. We're gonna get you're gonna get clocked. You're gonna do you. Your turn to go first, whore. We're gonna get clocked. Um. Okay. Someone's spreading rumors about you. Okay. Here's the thing about rumors. Are they? Okay. What is the definition of rumor? Is if is if it's true, is it a rumor? If it's true, is it a rumor? Also, what is it? What are this person saying about you? Like, are they talking about something you did that is that is a current circulating story or uncertain uh, of uncertain or doubtful truth? Um, is what they're saying about you completely false? Is what they're saying about you completely false? If it or is it true, but it's just not anyone's business? Is it like Monet fucked the football team? Well, that's between Monet. I and think the football rumors team. are supposed to be not true. It says that they can't. That we don't know if they're true. According to the definition. Um, uh, uncertain or doubtful truth. So we don't know if it's true, because sometimes rumors are true. You know what I mean? This is true. Um, and I think that. Well, that's a rumor. That is a rumor. We don't know that for sure. Um, but according to Oxford languages, uh, that's what they're saying. But I, I, I think that I, I'm a go to the source kind of person. When I, when I hear something and I don't know if it's true or not, I call the person. But I call folks all the time. I am the queen of confronting things head on, talking immediately, getting right down to the source, which some people are like, well, Bob really be up in here confronting people, but it's not even about confronting, it's just like, hey, I, someone said that you told them that I fucked the football team. First of all, I wanna ask, did you say that? And if, and if they say yes, and I'll be like, well, why, why would you, you know, when you, I'm gonna give you some, some advice I think I told you all a while back. I used to work for this theater company called Climb Theater, and if you're being bullied, you got to do these three things. These, I can't remember the steps. Say what you see, say what you want. No, say what you see, say how you feel, say what you want. Those are three. Say what you see, say how you feel, say what you want. Hey, I see that you're uh, telling people that I fucked the football team. I don't like, like when you say that, it feels like you're slut shaming me. It feels like um, you are saying it so that you can build a negative perception about me it feels like you're telling people specifically so that i can look bad and i want you to stop that and i would like to cease communication i don't want to be friends anymore say what you see say how you feel say what you want i can't believe yeah, i was still saying say, that years later it was like years ago when i was teaching kids this now i'm teaching adults um yeah i was gonna say it depends on like what like because also if that if you confront this person and they're not ready to handle it in the same mature way you are, then there's a possibility of this escalating. Now, I don't know it's going to be physical violence or more rumors or whatever. So I think you have to like, if it's something like, uh, I don't know, no, I guess if it's, if, if it's a rumor that bothers you, it doesn't matter how small it is, it, the person should still stop it. I was going to say, I think maybe Bob said this, what, what Bob is saying is probably the best way to go about it because, you know, and I wonder how old you are. Like, is this like a is this like a rumor at work that can get you fired, or is this like 
or are you in high school and they're saying that you failed the math test when you did you know what i mean i don't i guess well i mean even in high school or high or, or at a collegiate level or yeah, in a workplace it these, you, you know rumors can really have a a really negative impact yeah. whether, whether they're true or not whether jay fucked the football team or whether jay did not fuck the football team um yeah it's it's, it's really not anyone's business besides jay and the football team you know it, not like, I'm, not yeah. like i'm spreading rumors about jay they did not say they fucked the football team. I'm just using it as an example. It was the soccer team, not the football team. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think Bob gave some good advice. Yeah, Bob gave some good advice there to to handle it that. Way. I think I think that's I think that's solid advice. I can't say I came up with that, but I but I can say that I do also think that it is very good. Because like my gut reaction is to be is to be petty and be a child about it, depending on what it is. I would have I, I either ignore it or or not, like. Remember, remember, remember years ago, and not years ago. I like it is years ago when that rumor people started spreading that rumor about Valentina, how she only wanted red M and M's, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and you know and that had M&Ms. like champagne and red, M&Ms, and that had like actual repercussions on her. Like people like wouldn't want to book her because she's too demanding or whatever it was. And come to find out, well, that wasn't even Valentina; it was someone else. So what? like rumors, do, I don't want to say her name because she gets wild, but we can we can bleep it. Apparently, it was um. Like she was the one that did that, but because of the drama with the two of them, it made it look like it was her. It was like this whole thing. I saw this woman today online. So she she found her boyfriend cheated. So she took like a pickaxe and she like cut f u into his wall. Like she like hammered it into his wall, and then um, and then this other woman stitched it. She was like, no 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 no. Listen, if you catch your partner cheating, do not do not let them know that you caught them. Do not let them know that you caught them. What you're actually supposed to do is you make sure you make a list of all the things that your partner loves about themselves. Like Monet love Monet's very talented. Monet's a good friend. Monet's a is a great kid to, to, to her parents. Monet shows up for people. You make a list of all the things that this person loves about themselves. You know, they 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 have a strong work ethic. And then you set up their perfect date. You go to their perfect restaurant. You go to their favorite place. You order their favorite food. Then all of a sudden, in the middle of the date, where you just smile and you just go completely blank. And then you just go, I can't do this anymore. And then when they ask you why not, you name all the things they love about themselves, but you say they're bad at it. You go, honestly, it's because you're not a good person. You're not a good friend. You're very lazy. You're not a hard worker. You're horrible to your parents. You're not good at drag. <laughs> That's good. You're a bad That's singer, good. and it's kind of honestly kind of embarrassing. And but you but you but you cannot let them know that, that you know you they find cheated. out they cheated. You have to just have it be like that, and then you cease communication with them. I was like, Jesus Christ! Honestly, I fucking love that. Ooh, I fucking love that. That I, I that ooh, I love that shit. I was watching. Do you believe in I used to. I don't know. I go back and forth. I go back and forth. I've, I've been watching a lot of stuff on Netflix about like psychedelic stuff and like other like religious stuff. So I, 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 I honestly, I'm in a place where I do not know if karma is real. I don't know. I don't know. I was talking to my mom about religion recently, and she was asking why I'm not Christian. She was she was going on and on about why I'm not Christian. Why I'm not Christian. I feel like she, I feel like you talk about it a lot. Why you're not Christian? Well, my mom and your mom listens to everything that you do, but not the podcast. The podcast is too much. She listens to that. she does everything else. So she goes on and then and then she was like, but she she was like Monet's not like that. And I was like, what do you, 
You think Monet is like some super Christian? I was like, what you, I, was like, what? I mean, I'm agnostic. I, I I said it before. I don't think that I don't think that I'm the. You think that bitch? When you die, you just. You said it's a lot like when you believe. I think I don't know where you go, but I definitely think that I. I don't think. Wait, wait, wait this is not a, a, a rivalry, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't no. We know you don't know. We get it. You don't know. None of us know. <laughs> we get it. You're monogamous. Oh my god, this is. Re- we know. Oh my god, tell us more about your monogamy. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back... I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were were eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Jacob, play the next question, please. Hey, Bob and Monet. My name is Jay Black. I'm 34 and I reside in San Francisco. Cool name. Um, my partner and I have been interested in engaging in a sexual encounter with another couple that we aren't really too close with, um, but we're always sweet and nice. And when we see each other, Um, when our friend groups run into each other out and about. And over the last year or so, we have had one-off conversations between each of the partners alluding to the idea of it. Um, There's been some flirting, uh, extended body contact, some hand-holding, and one drunken makeout between me and one of them. But no conversations about it as a group or any scheduled plan. So my question is, what's the next step? How should I approach making it happen? And funny enough, they're kind of like friends of yours, Monet. I mean, I have a lot of friends in SF, so I... (laughs) 
Um, first, bitch, I thought you were drinking from a hydrogen peroxide bottle. I was like, he, he, you have gone off the deep end. This nigga's over here drinking hydrogen peroxide. Like, it's not alcohol. You know what I mean? Um, so first of all, it sounds like you have all the keys. You have, bitch, you have all the, all the ducks in a row everything in position to make it happen y'all have made out y'all have had body contact y'all holding hands i think the only thing he's like like they they hovered he hovered his mouth over my dick but he didn't suck it (laughs) you know so i think all you have to say like yo what's good like hey um me and ray are obviously we're like really into y'all like what what do you say we set up a night this week that y'all come over and we like we like you know whatever like think of like a a slick way to do it that's awkward i mean or Y'all invite each other, invite them over to chill or whatever, or, or watch all watch a movie together. And as um, you know what, watch Wednesday. It's a little, it's, it's a scary movie, so you, that gives you a, like a reason to get close to each other. While you're watching Wednesday, somebody just you know, it's it's cold right now. Uh, yes, it's the cold time in SF, um, October November, perfect. So as it get a little cold, y'all open the window, y'all got a little blanket on, just start sucking some dick and just start sucking some dick on the couch. Like I mean. Y'all are grown ass men. Y'all are, y'all are, y'all have been making out and holding dicks and holding asses. Like I mean, if somebody get a little chub in the movie and you just saw you put their hand on their dick, it will it's it's gonna do what it's gonna do. Okay, that is they're holding dicks. They're holding he said hands. Body contact. What does body contact mean? Extended body contact and holding hands. That does not mean that does not mean holding dicks, Monet. That does not mean <laughs> that does not mean holding dicks and holding asses. I just want to be very clear about that. I okay. Well, I have extended body contact. I I, I I'm so you know me and Jacob were hooking up with this couple in uh, San Francisco, but what we were actually doing was I was hooking up with one of them, and Jacob was hooking up with the other one, and we never actually all four of us have never gotten together at the same time. Three of us have got three of us did had gotten together, but never all uh, all four of us. And I feel like, um, first of all, you should definitely, whichever one of you, two of you are closest to getting it, it on, I think that what you should do is you should, you should let them know that me and my partner think you're both hot. Like, we think you're really, really hot. Sometimes some people just need someone to, like, pull the trigger and say, and, and, and not say you look cute tonight, you look great, hot or sexy. Hot or sexy are the words that will let people know this is not just um, friends saying that you look nice. It is. It is saying like you look. You look. You look. You look. Me. Me. Me and Monet thought you look really. If me and Monet are trying to get with Heidi and what's her? What's Heidi's? Uh, Jada Essence Hall. Jada. If if me, if me and Monet are trying to make the moves on Heidi and Jada, let's say me and Heidi made out one time at a party, and I just say me and Monet thought that you look really sexy tonight, Heidi. I'm not gonna lie. You look. You look really hot. And then and then Heidi says thanks. I'm like, and we also think that Jada looks really hot too. And I would love. We would love to have you over sometime. So I would say when you invite them over, make your intentions clear. Don't just invite them over to say we're gonna watch Wednesday and then start slipping digits in people's in people's holes. I would say let them know why they're coming over before they come over. Personally, I mean, really, I feel like that kind of makes it that takes like the fun out of it. I feel like you invite them over for a dinner, or, or not dinner, sorry, a movie or whatever, just to chill at the house and watch a movie. I think that is literally Netflix and chilling. Like people know what's up. Okay, you've invited me and Jake. But to also, but to your point, we, we, to your we, point we, though, we, what, there's no dick holding in. <laughs> to your point though, I will say for gaming, it's a little different because maybe they may not. If the intention is not super clear, then the bottom may not douche, so it may 
prevent like the full mo like whatever from happening so that's the thing with gay sex gay sex can be so tricky because you want to be spontaneous sometimes but bitch you got you gotta you 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 gotta get your shit right like you gotta make sure you're ready to fuck so that is the thing about gay sex whereas well, straight people have it easy somebody's always ready to somebody's always down lots of gay people who have sex or, that doesn't include um that, this is true this is true um i i i don't think there's anything unsexy about letting people know your intention before you come over personally but if that kills the mood for you just be prepared to have nothing happen. This is true. That's all I'm saying. You, you don't think it's sexy for someone to say, "I want, hey, come over, let's have sex." You say what? If 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 that's if that's sexy? Yeah, you're like you're like it's not cool or it kills like I, don't, I can't remember how you put it. What? Did you, how did you put it? Um, maybe I said it was whack to like say beforehand. Like it it, it you like you think it's whack to like let someone know that you're coming over to have sex? Not that sick, but I think there is for me there is something fun about the like the mystery of it all and like oh like going over to chill and then like thing because then there's that whole spont it, it just feels more spontaneous and to me that feels more sexy like when you just going to watch a movie and like you know things just happen like that's sexy like that's hot you know for me. So I guess it all depends on what's what's sexy to you. Yeah. All right, Jacob. Uh, let's let's give let's give some more advice. It's loading. It's gonna start playing in one moment. As this is gonna, we're gonna Monet let it load. You, Don't let Monet bully you. You know, sometimes it takes longer to load than others, and that is not my fault. I am doing the best I can, but I'm just gonna keep talking, and it's gonna load eventually. And um, you know, here we, here it is. Hi, Bob Monet. Uh, my name is Jacob. I'm 29 from Seattle. And I just had a question. So me and some of my friends were on a reality television show and we wanted to film a reunion type thing separate from the company that made the reality TV show. Um, but just kind of due to some legal hoops and stuff like that, we're not really able to release it, even though we've already filmed it. Um, and I was just curious, maybe... If one of you might have some advice, um, because I think the fans really do want to want to hear what we have to say, um, and I'm just kind of stuck in a little bit of a pickle, so I thought I'd reach out. Um, big fan, love the podcast, love you guys. Uh, thanks. Bye. All right, it is my go. I'm gonna recommend you do this: you delete the footage, never bring it up again. Because you know that those people have more money, resources, and power than you, and yeah. they are probably very serious about what they're <laughs> talking about. So, if I were you, I would just become one with the wind and sky and let it go. Let it go. You know, I'm gonna go a step further. I think that you should pack up your shit and leave the country. I think you should flee to another country, leave your life and family where you live, and never look back. Leave Seattle, bitch, without a trace, gone. Because to Bob's point, they will—they possess a certain amount of loyalty and skills, and they will find you, and they will—they will—they will get you. The country, leave the planet, bitch. Next time they see it, it should be—it should be Mars versus the universe, bitch. Bitch, Mar two, 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 Mars versus the galaxy. Get the oh God, hell out of town. I should not have sang that song. I should have sang that song. I should have sang that song. Jacob, play the next motherfucker. Y'all are wild. Hey, Monet and Bob. Uh, I'm Brian. He, him, his. Based in Harlem. Really close to Bob's old apartment, actually. And born and raised in Rwanda. My question is, 
Have you ever had to restructure a relationship, friendships or romantic? So kind of like reestablish boundaries. How did you go about that? And where has that like led that relationship? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think that, especially in relationships, I think that after like some time has passed, I think that it is, for me, is good practice to, if you feel that certain boundaries have been crossed or certain things are just hitting you different. Because also, in the course of a friendship or relationship, you are growing and changing as well. So boundaries that you may not have had when you first met, you may develop them later on. And also when you are with someone, there are certain boundaries that you like to, to, again, that you realize, oh, this is a thing that I have a boundary around, and I think it's, I think it's really good practice to recognize that and vocalize that. And now, I think I, I, I can admit that I'm not always, um, I'm guilty of not always saying those things immediately when I think it, and sometimes I let it boil and 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 I get to a point where, um, it has to come up, and sometimes it's not always in the in the in the nicest way because I let it get to that point. So I would say if you see their boundaries. And um and certain things in a in, in a relationship or a friendship that you that they are getting to you and they are starting to make you build resentments because you have not talked about it out loud and they, and it's just festering. I think it's really 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 important to bring it up sooner rather than later because you know if it if if, if you wait too late it could be catastrophic and end the friendship or the relationship. So I think it's really important to bring those things up right when you notice them and they and you see them affecting you. I'm assuming you, what you mean is like a relationship shifting. I'm assuming you mean like a partner becoming a, like an ex becoming your friend. I'm assuming that's what you mean. Oh, I thought they meant in like, in not just boundaries. I heard like boundaries like in a relationship. That's what I thought. Can you play it again, Jacob? Or what did you get from it, Jacob? Um, I thought, I think it'd be both. Um, I thought it was boundaries and a friendship. I, I can play it again, though, if you give me a second. Oh, I just need to pull it, pull it back up. Okay. Excuse Boom. me. Sorry, I'm yawning. Um, but I yeah. thought it was just like reestablishing in any relationship. Hey, Monet and Bob. Uh, I'm Brian. He, him, his, based in Harlem, really close to Bob's old apartment, actually, and born and raised in Rwanda. My question is Have you ever had to restructure a relationship, friendships, or romantic? So kind of like reestablish boundaries. How did you go about that? And Got it. Okay. where has that like led that relationship? So, I mean, I think that setting healthy, I think setting healthy boundaries is really important. Um, I think that setting boundaries as you go along is also important. Sometimes if you, like when they say, if you wait too long to set your boundaries, you, you'll have to set a lot at one time. Or it really starts to bother you because this person has been going over this boundary that you haven't made clear um, for a really long time. And uh, sometimes, I don't know if you're the kind of person who feels comfortable saying what you need or if you're the kind of person who feels comfortable being like, I don't like when you blank, 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 or we, or we are no longer going to be having sex or we are no longer going to be, you and I can't um, work together anymore. I have had a friend that, that, I, that, I, that I had to be like, I love you. We, can, we cannot work together anymore. If we're going to be friends, we can't, we just cannot work together anymore. We ended up not being friends at all. <laughs> and we, we just ended up just doing the podcast together. Anyway. Yeah. And this is, this is work. Trust me. I'm, and one of us is doing a lot of heavy lifting. Um, but yeah, no, it, it does. And that, it, that really negatively impacted our friendship because we found out that the work was actually what was, what was keeping our bond. 
the work the working together was that was what was actually making us stay friends we didn't realize that without the work we didn't really have a friendship um and and it was and i think it wasn't necessary to to find that out quite frankly yeah yeah i think boundaries are important and also and the older you get to i, I wish i had learned about boundaries younger i think boundaries are something that i realized were really important to me like late in my twenties, like maybe actually when I was thirty, and I wish I was I was clear about setting boundaries when I was younger, because I feel like I, maybe some things some things in my life just would have been different if I was very clear about setting boundaries and intentions way earlier, like at a younger age. So if you're young, listen to this, learn that that is an important part of our life. Boundaries are very important you're in your life. You ever seen a close up of skin, like a like a super deep like micro magnifying glass or like telescope on your skin? Because like a microscope, a microscope is that the word? A telescope? No, a telescope is for the stars. A microscope is for your like okay. a microscope cells. on your on your skin or something. I was looking at my skin. I was like, well, my skin looks really smooth, but I bet if I got up close, it would look like the fucking surface of the sun or or the ground of a desert, like cracked mud. But right now, I'm like, wow, it looks so smooth. But like up close, I'd be like, this is crazy. That's because it's paint. It's paint. It's paint. It's paint. Where are you right now? Me? I'm in Santa Barbara. What are you in Santa Barbara? Um, at a, at a little barbecue thing. Who's barbecue? A friend of mine that lives in Santa Barbara. You better keep secrets. Play the next question, Jerry. You, okay, ask, so him, I, on, ask I have, him on every detail. Like, Monet will give you a nugget. I'd be like, Monet, what are you doing? She'd be like, a thing. Okay, what thing? A barbecue. Okay, where? Santa, Santa Barbara. Okay, who's barbecue? A friend. Okay, who's the friend? Bitch, give me the information. <laughs> bitch, God I'm at my damn. house. Bob, you don't know. You don't recognize the background. Bitch, I'm in my home, bitch. Well, I'm no in my there's home. No, there's no more shoes behind you. Where's all the shoes? I'm in my drag room. I'm in the other room. See, yes, I don't, I don't recognize you doing... This, because also normally there's a bathroom behind you. I don't. That's the bathroom right there. Why are you in this room instead of where the, the desktop is? Because Dewan and Arcee is here, and the the um, Dewan is staying in that guest room. Oh, okay. Um. So we, we have a couple left. I have one question that I found was not notable because um the person asking it seemed to be the problem and maybe needed advice about why their behavior was toxic. Um, and then I have a regular one. Is that, is that one from Mona? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so uh, I don't know if we're interested in engaging that or if we should just do a, a regular one. Wait, wait, I'm interested in hearing it. Okay, it gets wild. Hi, Bob Monet. So I need some advice. I am dealing with severe um, stolen identity, wannabeism, jealousy. So basically, I was dating this man for almost six years, very long time. We went on a lot of vacations together, and our friend group was very merged. We all had all the same friends. Now that we broke up, I have completely distanced myself from that whole friend group. And he has a new girlfriend, who we will call Tubby. And Tubby has completely befriended that entire friend group. And now she is best friends with all of the girls that I was best friends with. And she is going on these family vacations and friend vacations that I was going on and 
she also is stealing my interest. So Tubby will post like a RuPaul's Drag Race live in Las Vegas when she doesn't fucking watch Drag Race. She just knows that I'm a big fan. And she's purposely doing it to piss me off and get under my skin. And she's doing a good job at it. So I need to know what I should do in this situation. How to ignore it. How to shit on her back. Thank you. Love ya. Did she, why is she going? Was, was, was there some body shaming in that? I, I feel like she, she said that, she, that, that, she, that she's like that she's like affectionately called that. Can you play one more time? There's a lot of information. Not, it was one more the, time. She did not affectionately call her tubby. I, I well, let me let, okay, but play it, it one more time. Cause I, I I didn't get some details too that I that I had like. It's like she gave us like a lot of stuff going on. She was she was fucking the dude, but then she broke up the dude and then the girl. Hi, Bob Monet. So I need some advice. I am dealing with severe um, stolen identity, wannabeism, jealousy. So basically, I was dating this man for almost six years, very long time. We went on a lot of vacations together, and our friend group was very merged. We all had all the same friends. Now that we broke up, I have completely distanced myself from that whole friend group. And he has a new girlfriend, who we will call Tubby. And Tubby has completely befriended that entire friend group. And now she is best friends with all of the girls that I was best friends with. And she is going on these family vacations and friend vacations that I was going on. And she also is stealing my interest. So Tubby will post like a RuPaul's Drag Race live in Las Vegas when she doesn't fucking watch Drag Race. She just knows that I'm a big fan. And she's purposely doing it to piss me off and get under my skin. And she's doing a good job at it. So I need to know what I should do in this situation. How to ignore it. How to shit on her back. Thank you. She's like, okay, let's call her a fat cunt. Okay, first of all, fat cunt is watching Drag Race. She's a fake bitch. Yeah. Um, you're first. When I go ahead, is it my turn to go? Um, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you're also you're making a lot of assumptions about what this situation is. How do you know she don't watch Drag Race? I mean, obviously you notice people better than we do, but you just you you don't know that for sure that she doesn't watch Drag Race. Drag Race is one of the most popular reality shows of all time like a lot of people watch drag race so you're assuming that she doesn't like drag race number and number two it sounds like you're really obsessed with what this ex is doing girl like it sounds like you're like really obsessed with knowing like uh, that like what vacation this is going on if 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 you have not gotten over the relationship and if you still find yourself looking into what vacations he's going on who he's talking to what his current girlfriend is watching I think you should do some work about maybe trying to get closure with this ex so you can move on. But it clearly seems like you have not moved on completely from this ex-boyfriend if you're still so hell-bent on uh, 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 knowing what exactly what he's doing all the time. So I think you should really do some work on how to get closure so you can move on and stop studying what they're doing. Yeah, you know, even, even if she didn't watch Drag Race before, maybe meeting these new friends and they all watch Drag Race, she's like, oh, wow, I'm actually interested in this now. It seems interesting to me. Um, I don't, you know, we're assuming, I don't know why you're calling her Tubby. Maybe, maybe because her last name is Tubman. I have no clue. Who knows? Um, but, um, what I can say is, was this, so when you say your friend groups merged, does that mean that you met, like, did you meet this guy, date him, and then all of his friends became your friends? Or did you bring friends? He brought friends. They mix together, and now none of them are your friends. But also, you said you distance yourself from the group. Is the, is the group also distancing itself from you, or are you just choosing not to be around any of these people? So I do have a lot of questions, basically, about, like, what is, what is going on? 
on and and are you you know i i think that monet's right you need to find a way to get closure for yourself because you know it's whether or not she and also we don't know that she's posting it to get under your skin she might just really be having fun on vacation and watching rupaul's drag race you know what i mean and if she is posting to get on your skin, it's really none of your business. That that's her prerogative to post on her social media. As long as she's not like harassing you, she's just posting stuff that she likes to do. Even if even if it is stuff you like to do, she's not like posting your name or you know spreading rumors about you or telling lies on you. She's just having fun with this this guy. Um, yeah, it's, 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 she was like posting stuff to like get at you. like she was like showing up at your job and be like, yeah, bitch, now make that motherfucking grilled cheese, you fucking thick ass hoe. I think that's a different conversation. Like, yeah, fight that bitch. But it seems like she's just doing her own thing, dating her man, and watching Drag Race. And you're like, oh, she's doing it. She's only doing those things because she only dated him because I dated him. She's only watching Drag Race because I watched Drag Race. What, she's only what, rooting for Willow because I rooted for Willow. What company sells, drag, sells grilled cheese? I can think of one place that sells grilled cheese sandwiches. There's a place right on the corner there of the, of the, of the Target, right there on um, Sunset and uh, between and Western. There's this grilled cheese spot that's real good. There's a great place in um the in Wilton Manor that sells these amazing grilled cheese sandwiches. It's a whole grilled cheese in Fort Lauderdale in Wilton, in Wilton Manor that sells these. It's just a great grilled cheese spot, and oh, it is next level good. I think Wilton Manors might be your favorite place in Florida. I have heard you talk about Wilton Manors more times than I think maybe Columbus, Georgia. You're obsessed with Wilton Manors. Am I? Yes, you talk about Wilton Manors very often. I mean, I like it there. I do, I do like Wilton Manors. <laughs> it is nice. I don't know that I ever moved there, but I I I I got a gig there before Drag Race, which is which is probably why I would think about it a lot there. I also mm. had some hooked up with this really hot guy at Wilton Manor one time. Um, in the sex place, and because the, they have that, they have that um that uh, clothing optional. It was in my hotel room. Uh, oh, it was in my hotel Patty room. and I went there. Patty and I did a gig in Wilton Manors, and I didn't know we were staying at a clothing optional place. Every once in and a while, bit, I will have a like a week. Like every every once in a while, I end up having like a weekend hookup where it's like you you meet them on Friday and y'all are just hooking up all weekend long. This was one of those. It was great. It was great. Shout out to that person. You know who you are. <laughs> Back when I was a lady of the streets, not anymore because um, you're not going. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I used to, I used to remember those too. Uh, but but I, yeah, I used to remember those too. Especially when like when we would be in, like London for like uh, like when I when I did New Year's Eve in London, I was there for like I ended up being there for six days. I don't remember why I was there for six days. I was there for six days. Me, Shangela, and Vanjie. We were there for six days. And that's when I had that infamous hookup when that guy tried to steal my beats. <laughs> and act like, <laughs> like he, he did it. Well, sometimes when you travel internationally, this happens in Australia a lot. You know, um, you, you go to these clubs or these theater places, but they're not doing shows on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So you have these right. just days off or you're, you're there and you only work on weekends. But you're trying to hit, you know, six different cities, but you only have Fridays and Saturdays, so you end up being there for three weeks, even though you're only working for six days. It's a whole thing. I haven't been yeah. to Australia in a minute. Same. Like three or four years for me, I haven't been to Australia. Even I'm going more there next for year. Me. I'm excited. Um, yeah, Australia used to be a good time. Bitch, last time last time I went to Australia, I forgot what Pat and I were doing. 
but I was, it was a gentleman I had met the first, this was the guy that Jinx and I tell the story about how we hooked up with the same guy in Australia. Well, he hooked up with me and then, he, and then later she hooked him up and he was like, sorry, I was, um, I, I, I was meeting up with someone at, at, at your, some, one of the, one of the other girls there. And she was like, who was it? Monet? Like just joking around. And he was like, yeah. And then, and Jinx did not end up hooking up with him. I just, I hooked up with him. And then when I went to Australia again, um, me and him um, met up and he like, he came around with us for a few cities. Wait, Jinx didn't, Jinx didn't fuck him? No, he didn't want to fuck her because he, him and I were like, we were like, we were doing like the, the, the week thing. Like we hung out on Friday, Saturday. Like we were like, it was like a thing. Ooh. So I guess Jinx doesn't, <laughs> I guess Jinx doesn't win everything. <laughs> I guess Jinx doesn't win everything, does she, Andy? All right, Jake, let's do our last one. I'll oh, tell Jacob okay. what number this is. Jacob and my, we might do one more after you leave. So you can leave after yeah, you this Yeah, you and Jake, one. we, we hang out. Jake, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we'll decide. We'll decide what we're going to do. Thank you. Hi, Jacob. Thank you so much for listening to all this, these applications. You're welcome. Um, hi, Baba Monet. Thank you so much for your advice in advance. And for all that you do, y'all help me figure out that I am pansexual. So shout out for that. Word. <laughs> um, so I am a cisgendered white woman, and someday I would really like to give birth to children and to also foster up children, or maybe my partner would also give birth to children. Um, but my plan has pretty much always been to give my children non-binary names, just in case um, they come out as trans, you know, hopefully it'll be less triggering if they get dead name, because they can, of course, change their name if they want. But um, yeah, and also to sort of Make sure that the environment isn't like, oh, uh, my mom expects me to be, you know, female or male or something. You know what I mean? Um, but I was wondering if y'all had any other advice for like a queer friendly home, like what to do for children. I'm very nervous about raising children. It's a huge responsibility, but I really love kids and I just, yeah, so I'm very excited about it, but I'd like to do all that I can, and y'all have taught me so much. Um, so thank you so much. Sincerely, uh, Gay Mama Bear. <laughs> oh, my God. Gay Mama Bear is so cute. That laugh is so cute. It's very cute laugh. You should monetize that. I think you're a turn, babe. Um, okay, let's talk about some uh, gender fluid names or some uh, androgynous names. or something. That's what I was thinking, too. Y'all saw me. I was thinking, I was like, great Ooh. ones. Taylor is a great uh, and like name that could be either any gender sydney is another one shannon is another one um charlie charlie i was gonna say charlie billy um yeah. i mean any name can really be lee lee is a great one um yeah. there's there's those anyway i'm just throwing those out there as some options i i actually do have i have a few friends not many but i have a few friends who transition and and were able to keep their names and they were like wow it really is a game changer to be able to like keep mm -hmm. your name sammy is a good one yeah sam itself sam is a good one um be able to be able to keep their names and and not have to switch that up on their document they're like oh i just ended up really looking out and i also have some friends who have very gendered names who just chose not to change them and they were like it is what it is you know what i mean that's my mm -hmm. name um and I think that I'm thinking about like, wait, when you raise your kids, maybe, you know, something that I really resented growing up was 
how many people, how people in my family would really talk to me about what it meant to be a man and say things like boys can't do this. Girls can't do this. Boys do this. Girls don't do this. I cry. I was a cry baby. And I got often told that boys can't be, that boys don't cry. Boys can't cry. That I'm sure that affected me negatively throughout my life. Uh, I was, I was told a lot of times that just, I would just often tell that boys can't do a lot of the things that I was doing, which made it, it didn't feel good. You know, it, it felt bad. Actually. It, it made me feel like I was fucked up and weird. I think that it's okay to let your kids know that they can be, I don't believe in telling kids they can be anything because that, that doesn't really, um, that, that, that leaves out a lot of nuance. <laughs> you can be anything and you can do anything leaves out a lot of nuance. Um, so I'm just going to say that out loud. But I think that it's okay to let your kids know that they don't have to abide by gender norms. And maybe you can set an example in your, in your own yeah. life. That, that, that was, that was going to be my point. I was like, as, as, as a parent, like, obviously we get, we pick up a lot of things from our, from our parents. Like a lot of things that I don't even realize in my adult life are because of how I was raised. Like a lot of things, you know what I mean? So I think you've set in the example, like you set the tone for a lot of their behavior. So you, um, uh, if you feel so comfortable to be more fluid in your, in your dress and in and, and, and in your expression as 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 the adult. I think colors, I think obviously fuck the pink and blue thing. Like try to pick colors that are pretty neutral, like greens and yellows and like like stuff like that to to show. Or, or you know, yeah, I, I think I think color is it. I think aside from the name thing, colors and just you being the example so that your kid picks up on these things and they feel comfortable with it because the more that they see you be comfortable with comfortable with it the more they see you expressing yourself fluidly in your gender expression i think that that will set the tone for how they behave and how they react you can also do it with hair or with clothing you know i i think i was thinking about raising a kid and being like what if i told my kid like well let's say i had a kid a child who was assigned male at birth and what I said, what I was, I was thinking about this. What if I was, what if I, I, I don't know if this is, so don't take this advice. It's never, it's not tried at all. But I was thinking, what if I was like, okay, you, society gives you the role of, the society is probably going to treat you like you're a boy. You know what I mean? And statistically, you probably are a boy. Statistically, you probably are. So I just want you to know that to make your life easy, Right now, we're going to go with that. But if at any point in time you feel like that doesn't suit you, let me know. We can change. Let me know. We can adjust. If at any point in time you feel like that feels uh, it hurts you or you feel uncomfortable with this, with these words, then just let me know. But then again, I, I that is not actual advice that I've seen anywhere in the, in the world, but it's something I, I thought about a lot. And I say much of TikTok too. I mean, again, I'm not a parent, so I don't know a monetarily how that how that factors in or what that means for kids in school and all that stuff. But I see a lot of parents um, let their kids choose their clothes, and I mean within reason, right? If it's ten degrees outside, you know you're not wearing shorts and a short sleeve shirt, like you know weather permitting. But I, parents allowing their kids to choose because giving your kids ownership of how they get to choose to, to express themselves. I think it's really important. And then I think that will also give you a guidance. So it's like how they're leaning, like what colors do they like? Like, wh like what is that expression? So letting them um, be at the helm of that, um, I think is really important in like a fierce way. And also you said that you're a cis white, um, that, that you're a cis white mom, um, 
um, cis white woman. So I, th- I think that's what she said. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would also um, implore you to culturally too to, um, if you end up having white children, to give them black dolls and black Barbies and let them, um, uh, experience those things so that not all their, if you do get Barbies or 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 GI Joes, that they're all not white. That you um, give them different different barbers and sets of players so that they get that side of it too, not just gender, but also culturally. Did you have white toys? also very important. I did. I don't, I didn't have Barbies or anything, but when I had, I, also I didn't play, I wasn't a G.I. Joe person either. I was a video game kid. Like, cause my brother had video games. I was from pretty young. Like I was video games. I don't remember having any a toys though. Of, I don't remember. I really don't remember. I loved action figures. I really loved action figures growing up so much. And a lot of my action figures, some of them were white, but they were also based off like characters from TV. So like I played with like Wolverine. So Wolverine was white because Wolverine is white in the cartoons. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I also I always wanted the if there if it was a generic like a Barbie or like a Ken or something, I I did want the black one as a kid. I love that. And I also loved going to see the Black Santa. Oh, I love. Well, we didn't have Santa Claus. We didn't have we don't have malls like that in San Lucia. So, and I never, I've never been to a, a mall to take a picture of Santa Claus. I have, and it was really like I, you know, because of because of um a show called Family Matters. I believed as a kid, I was like the real Santa Claus is black because I saw him on Family Matters. Like I know the real Santa Claus is black. I know it because I saw him on Family Matters. Yeah. I, I, I watch Family Matters, but I, I don't remember the Black Santa Claus episode, but I'm sure. There was there were black families. I'm sure that, that was a thing. I, I, I don't remember seeing that, though. Do you believe in Santa Claus as a child? I think I did. I did up until, like, maybe, like, seven. But I remember one year, because my mom and my dad, they would buy, like, all the presents, and they would, like, hide them in my in the game room closet. But, like, in our game room closet, there was, like, a, there was, like, a part. Like, they were, like, they like storage stuff. A whole stuff. room for a game. God. Oh my god! See? Okay, when I say room, it wasn't like a room. Well, it was they like... said it was in the game. When I said the game suite, it was like a walk-in closet. And then so like man, they would put the gifts all behind there or my mom's closet. Wait, the game room had a walk-in closet. <laughs> so I remember Jesus. opening. I remember my mom. Or I went to go look for something in her closet, and I saw the gifts. And I don't know. My my brain just put. I was like, oh she's Santa Claus. I was like, she's buying the gifts and she's putting them out because they would put them out. Like I would go to bed that night and wake up in the morning. It would be like full with, with gifts. I was like, oh my God. I remember that year. I was like maybe seven or eight. And I was like, oh my God, they're doing this. You was, wow. was in a closet looking for curry goat. Probably. <laughs> About to get slapped. And you found, you found Santa Claus. Right. Uh, well, my name um, was, all uh, right, Roberta. People are on, on Patreon. I was reading the comments. They're very excited that, that, uh, that we're back. I read them. The, the the comments are really lighting up. They're, the people are happy. Watcher is back. Good. A lot of people are like, yeah, we need we, we need to break drag race too. I mean, uh, advisory. Jesus. All right. Well, um, um, thank you all so much for listening to us. All right, Robert. I'll talk to you very soon. Okay. All righty. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.